0: and girls
1: joey hello mike lawson and hello to everyone listening my name's mike that's joe i live in the san francisco bay area joe lives in la we've been friends for over 15 years and every single week we call one another and we catch up yes we do mike lawson yes we do that's what we
2: do every single week without fail we never miss a week and before you say anything let me tell you this i went to this event last night it's function family function i'm gonna talk about later in the show Mm -hmm. and my cousin roxanne comes up to me and she goes Are you still going to do the podcast tomorrow at 9 a.m.? And I go, yes. And she goes, wow. And I go, we catch up every week. And she laughed. And I was like, I don't know why she laughed. This is a very serious business, Mike Lawson. We have to catch up every single week without fail. Never miss a week, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, right here at Mixer.com slash Afterthought Media. Yeah.
1: If you're not listening live, you're missing out on our after breakfast tea. Sure are. So what's going on, Joey? How are you? What's, what's. Well, I feel like you brought up two or three great topics.
2: Everyone should know the pre-show consists of me or Mike going like, oh, did you. Oh, let's just talk about this in the show.
1: Yeah. It's like a good three or four minutes of us starting stories (laughs) that we don't finish. And and Joey, we won't hit half of them right now. We won't even go back to half of them. Well, I'm kind
2: of light on the story. So if you want to bring, bring up those topics right now, you can.
1: Well, we're, well, we were talking about Asian people, yeah. um, and I, there was there's this story that's kind of like getting a lot of attention. I was thinking about um, – you've probably seen because you read a lot of news – This um, the Asian people at the workplace kind of getting confused as one another. Have you no, one I haven't read the story, no. Some reporter kind of like just is, uh, has written about it, and then people are writing about her writing about it, and so it's kind of like be- getting a little viral juice. And it yeah. basically sh- – at the uh, some office, these two Asian guys kept getting called one another's name. Mm-hmm. So they created a board that said something like, it's been X days since the last time that somebody's called us the other Asian's <laughs> yeah. name. Uh-huh. And then the workplace made them take it down because <gasps> they said it made people feel uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, God. People need to get over it. Yeah, um, so that I, I don't know, but you know what? that was so, something that came up earlier in it's, our.
2: It's so funny that you're saying. That. I see that my cousin Natalie's in the chat room,
0: yeah,
2: and she was at this. This is a big family event again. I'll talk to you about. You know, I do you know how I do things chronologically? You mm-hmm. know, so uh, uh, we'll talk about this later in the in the in the show. But um, my other cousin, I have a cousin named Andrea. She's probably about twenty not twenty one, you know, if, if that. And she showed up with her boyfriend, who's Asian. His name's Patrick, and there's I meet them. They're not perfectly, ni- you know, Patrick's perfectly nice, and uh, he, whatever. And so, you know, Natalie, <laughs> Natalie, stop. stop listening because Natalie got mad at me yesterday. <laughs> Natalie got, got, got mad at me yesterday for bringing this up, even okay. So, Natalie, turn it off for like two minutes. But Natalie's ex boyfriend was an Asian guy named John, okay, very handsome fellow.
1: Wait, she was mad that you brought this up in private, so you're like, I got an idea. <laughs> well, yeah, but no, but you'll hear why in a sec. She wasn't mad that I... She,
2: she, she was just like, I don't want to think about my ex-boyfriend. Okay. And now you put now you put that worm in my brain where I'm thinking about him, which I can okay. totally relate to. I gotcha, did not want to gotcha. think about Cameron, and people would be like, you know what the, the Spanish word for shrimp is Camaron, I'm like, you son of a bitch. Right? <laughs> so anyway... um. But I, but this relates to the story. So I was like, "Oh, don't you think Patrick looks kind of like uh, a, a, a like a different version of John, like another version of John?" And she was like, "No," mm-hmm. and I was like, "I wonder if I think all Asian people look alike." Hmm. And then I got in trouble for bringing up John's name.
1: Well, this this like race story that I told you about is also she did some reporting on like. Um, because of the frequency of, like, white people in media and stuff. So, like, it becomes easier for us to kind of distinguish features because mm-hmm. we see them so, mo- so much more. Mm-hmm. And so, like, not to kind of, like, defend it, but, like, there's at least an explanation for mm-hmm. kind of the shitty <laughs> behavior, you know?
2: Well, I did go up to uh, Patrick during the party and say, uh, aren't you Randall Park from uh, Fresh Off the Boat? And then he was like, no, I'm not. And it was Mm -hmm. really awkward. (laughs) Like
1: this joke. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Mm. Well, um, hey, I wanted to tell you. Was that one of your stories, by the way? No. Oh, good. Do you want to tell a story? (laughs) Sure.
2: You know this? You ever heard of this (laughs) John Arts? Yes, sir. Okay. So, you know, I mean, you know, John Arts and I live relatively close to each other. Yeah. Okay. So, I've been, and I've said this on the air, I think maybe during after breakfast. I've never actually done it during the show where I've been mean to get coffee with John Arts. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Mike Lawson. We had coffee over the week. Hooray. We got coffee. Yeah, it was a good time. It's so funny because he's so punctual and so, um, like, on time. So, like, I made it a point to be really on time. So I showed up right at 10. He was already sitting outside the
1: Starbucks. Of course. Yeah. 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 Like, if you if you remember back to when mm-hmm. I met him for the very first time, mm-hmm. there was like a weird mix-up where I didn't know he was coming, mm-hmm. and he was like at my door. Remember something like that? And oh, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm just like walking up, and he's like standing in front of my house. <laughs> what did you guys? Did you guys end up hanging out, or did you say bye? No, we totally hung out. Mm-hmm. Um, we like went to downtown Berkeley, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> my memory is not what it should be. Ugh, tell me about it. So anyway, we stand in
2: line, we get coffee, you know, we sit down. But then I forgot that I wanted. So the guy who helped us was this really, I would say cutish. Cutish twinkish, not really twinky, not really cute, but like enough for Joe, <laughs> enough for Joe to be interested, right? Okay. Starbucks yeah, yeah, employee. And I was just like, whatever. And he was like one of the guys who's overly friendly. You can tell by the at the at the front. Yeah. And so, but whatever, we get our coffee, we sit down. But I forgot I had wanted a donut. One of those Starbucks donuts was catching my eye, you know? Mm-hmm. So after a few minutes of talking, I tell John, I say, listen, I'm going to – because I didn't want to flirt with him in front of John, right?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. But, but That's, I, that's I, I, why no. you wanted the donut. No, I really mm-hmm. wanted
2: the donut. I just totally forgot to get it. <laughs> so I go back in line, right? Now, at uh-huh. this point, there's no line, right? No line whatsoever. So I just walk right up. And he's like, hey, how can I help you? And I go, you guys want one of them donuts. And then he goes, oh, okay. And I guess while he's getting it, he asks me, uh, how are you doing? You, you and the other guy just got here. I go, yeah. He goes, what are you guys up to today? I go, hanging out. And he goes, what else? Do you, uh, what do you got going on for the rest of the day? Ugh. And then I go, I don't know. You know, what? Just going to mind my own business. Yeah, I'm all doing my <laughs> donut. But then I decide to turn it right back on him right? Yeah. And I go, yeah. what do you got going on the rest of the day? And he goes, no one ever asks me that. He goes, hmm, well, I guess I'm working here, and then I'm going to go to the gym. And I go, oh, okay, great. And he's still, like, fussing with the donut. I don't know what went on the donut. So then I go, uh, I go, you ask that question to everybody, right? He goes, yeah. I go, uh, uh, I go, what's the weirdest answer you've ever gotten, right? And then he goes, hmm, no, let me think about that. And he yeah. actually does that thing like you do on TV shows where you look up you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then, my. by the way, Mike, by this point, a giant line <laughs> has formed behind me. And he's literally holding my donut in oh a bag God. in his hand. Yeah, yeah. And I'm waiting to pay. And he goes, hmm. Well, there was this woman who came in here the day her son died. Oh, my what? God. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, her son died in the morning in a car accident. So she came in to get some coffee.
1: Joey, and And then you're like, okay, see ya. Yeah. Like, how do you get out of this?
2: Well, he got out of himself, because then they go, he goes, or maybe it was the woman whose semi-truck blew up on the freeway, so she walked over here, but she still had, like, marks all over her. She was waiting for some friend to pick her up. And I was like, What? And he goes, or it could oh, no. be. And I was like, oh, God. And then you just see the line. Of, and he hasn't even rung. Me. It's not like he's waiting for my card to process. None of that started yet. He's oh, literally start holding the donut in his hand and thinking out loud. And I'm feeling so uncomfortable and so embarrassed. But I don't want to be like, okay, come on, buddy. I have a friend who's waiting for me. And uh, the people yeah. are waiting. But finally, he just did it. And I was just like, ugh. <laughs> if you weren't cute, I would have been so angry. But he was cute That's enough gross. for me not to be angry.
1: It, there was a... Uh, incident I had where I went into a circle K when I lived in oh. Phoenix. Oh, <laughs> going somewhere else. Okay. And, um, like I get super anxious with like line anxiety, like people behind me kind of like judging me. So like what mm-hmm. you just described, total anxiety moment, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so, um, I'm standing in line. The circle K guy is the normal, there's just like a typical circle K guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, how you doing? Oh, no. I said, how's your day going or something like that? Yeah. And he said, do you want the uh, real answer or the answer I give everybody? Like, Ooh. total kind of like asshole game. Like, mm-hmm. you could tell he was kind of like a gamer. Mm-hmm. Probably smokes a vape. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I think he had bangs. Uh, kind of like covering his one of his eyes and he's like do you want the answer I tell everybody or uh the real answer and so i don't know what made me say it but i was like the real answer like, oh that's no I asked. oh god joey he basically i forget his exact words there was actually a what some would call lies about this he What's um that? which is it's an it's a really good storytelling podcast I used to do Can I uh, that all it? my friends listen to all my friends listen to it. Oh,
2: is it the one where you would ask friends to make episodes for you and then you would do them and then I never release them?
1: Nope. Um so the isn't there one uh, that I
2: did actually you did release the one about um the guy who <laughs> my grandma adopted and I didn't know that we were talking to each other in grinder? Yes. Okay, go ahead. And there was a there was there was no, there was one that never got released. Not because it was bad. You it was gonna be I one. Quit. Yeah, I think you quit. I think it was gonna be one where we. I think the concept was you and I were both get, each gonna tell a story about the maybe the same event. And we had to tell which one yes. was the truth and a lie or something.
1: Oh, I don't remember the okay, topic, yeah. but yeah. it was we recorded. You recorded part of something, and then yeah. I never. I ended up quitting before I put I like put it together. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Um, so, anyways, I had a what's I'm gonna call eyes about this. So, um, so I'm in the Circle K. He says, "What? Which do you want to hear?" And then I say the real answer, Joey. He basically told me he was suicidal, <gasps> and he was like, "I'm just like one, you know, give me one, one more reason, and I'm I'm done with this, <gasps> something like that." And I'm like, um, "Change." <laughs> like, <laughs> Like I, what do you even do? And a line was forming behind me, just like your story. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, I, goodbye. Mm-hmm. And then like, do you, do you reach out again? I don't know. I hope he's I still know. alive. I didn't do anything. I pussied out. Wow. Uh, People get mad when you say that.
2: You know what's so funny is I don't know why. What your story? Because now that I know what the end of your story is, it reminds me of this. But I don't know why. Something earlier click this memory last week after the episode last week i went and hung out with friend of the show john paul yeah which by the way i update on many of the stories that i've told in here i i you know every time i see him now, i go like what's going on with you know evil john and he goes yeah. oh like things are better i go oh what happened and it's just he you just get over it and he goes no you know much to john, <laughs> much to <laughs> evil john i have to give evil john this he found a clear glass bathtub that will fit in our apartment. That's so, so weird. Well what, what he okay, remember he wanted a standalone tub? He basically found one that the the sides are clear glass. Okay. And yeah, I don't know. And it had and I was like, okay, I don't know. Whatever. Who, who what I'm I still don't know. I've asked, and John John Paul doesn't have an answer. But like, why would you think someone would want a clear glass bathtub?
1: I don't know. But also like he doesn't just want a clear b- glass bathtub. After being told no, he's like, no, I'm gonna get this clear glass oh, bathtub. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not something that he just kind of can give up on. Mm-hmm. That's weird. That's yeah. the weird part to me. Yeah. So
2: anyway, the other thing too is John Paul, John Paul and I even have John Paul and I think are like weirdly like soulmates, kind of. Mm-hmm. Because First of all, we have almost nearly identical opinions about movies and TV shows and theaters and everything we see, right? So mm-hmm. I, I generally trust John Paul's judgment. But also, like, John Paul's been having the same sort of weird – I don't even know what to call it, insomnia, but where, like, I've been going to bed, I fall asleep very easily, and then, like, at 2 or 3 in the morning, I wake up, and I'm up for, like, an hour, and then I go back to sleep, right? And he's been having the same thing, he wants to sleep through the night, as do I. Yeah.
1: And during that time, you both look up at the stars and think of each other, mm-hmm. and there's a montage where you're yeah. like, some Somewhere Somewhere
2: out there. There.
1: and John Paul's in a clear glass bathtub,
2: <laughs> you know, uh-huh. and my mom's playing like electric guitar, anyway, um, so the point is that, um, so what he has turned, I've been thinking about going to, I was doing time all PM, and that works like a fucking charm. Right. Well, my doctor was like, mm, maybe try melatonin, which I've never tried. Yeah. Have you done this melatonin?
1: Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I and, feel like there's a butt coming though. I gave up on it. Melatonin, I, it became a crutch for me, where like I was taking it regardless of if I thought I needed it, and then if I didn't have it, I started getting anxiety that I wasn't going to oh. sleep, and then that kept me up, and it was like, is the anxiety the problem, or is it the actual not having the melatonin? And mm-hmm. You know, I just have I don't think I'm like a an addictive person, but that that one kind of caught me. I got weird feelings about it, so oh, I stopped. Okay. So, I'm, I think I'm, he, he invited me to go to melatonin, right? But I've been in, Which I, I I totally support cuz oh, like okay. It was good for me, way better than like taking NyQuil every night like you're mm-hmm. doing.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, but John Paul's turn to the ganja, you know, the weed. Mm-hmm. And and so he was starting to eat, like so, does he eat it or does he smoke okay, it? Okay, so he had been doing edibles, okay, mm-hmm. but he decided he wanted to try smoking it, right? Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> um, he gets in the car last week. Sorry I have to clear my throat. I didn't want to do that in the air; it's gross. So I'm not Lori Roddenkamp. Camp. So he didn't want to do it in the car. I mean, sorry. He gets in the car, and he mm.
1: um—that's debatable, by the way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> He hands me like a, a, a vial. Okay. Right? Like a test tube. And I go, What is this? And look at that, there's a total joint in there. He goes, They gave me this extra joint here. And I am like, <laughs> The oh. teenage dream. I know. So then I go, <laughs> Oh, thanks. Right? huh So he gives it to me. Then he called me last week. Okay, first of all, for like a month, he's been talking about how he wants to buy this disposable vape, right? And mm-hmm. you get like I want to say like 100 or 200 hits off of it.
1: Yeah. yeah, I've done two, those, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: And he goes, I mean, oh, goes, I'm thinking about getting it, but I don't know if I want it. Blah, 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 blah. I think, All right, whatever. On and on going on about this vape, right? He called me during the week. Hey, and we're just talking, and he goes, hey, really quickly, I bought that vape pen. That's 200 hits. I go, okay. He goes, but I took, like, two hits off of it, and I just started coughing, and I couldn't stop. So now mm-hmm. I don't want it. So I'm going to give it to you.
1: Oh, wow. Joey. And I'm like,
2: whoa. I'm like, I'm, I don't even smoke weed that much. I'm getting all <laughs> these, like, these weed gifts. Uh-huh. You know? So uh, I don't know when that I'm getting that vape pen. I told John Paul, give it a, give it a few more tries. I think you're just not right. used to doing it. I think you'll be fine. I go, I'm not in a big need for a vape pen. Look, I'll take it if you give it to me, but... It's not like I'm dying. I just have. I, I already have a vial, a test tube of joints, you know, in my car. I don't know what I need. So those are my two stories combined. That you reminded me about. Thank you for helping me extend that little story I had. What's going on with you, Mike Lawson?
1: Um, I wanted to tell you. I actually have um, kind of two updates on two stories. Yeah. <clears throat> so I wanted to update you on the so. Uh, last week I told you about the San Francisco Chronicle article. Oh, yeah, that, that came out that had my photo in it and a couple of lines about uh, my story. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I since then I have been not like bombarded, but I have been receiving quite a few messages. It certainly increased the number of messages I've received from people that are in need of insulin or supplies or people that are in need of kind of like getting rid of some uh, surplus Mm -hmm. of insulin or supplies so I've been trying to kind of connect people and stuff and I've even um, I showed you a photo of like a mountain of supplies that arrived at my house the other day and that the mountain of supplies I showed you that was from it was like maybe three people Mm -hmm. but it was like really one person, and then two small uh, okay. shipments from one person, right. and that person who sent me that huge mountain also has an equal amount of insulin. She said, "So that's coming in a separate. She's gonna like overnight me that this weekend. I should it has be like it.
2: cold and stuff like that, right? So it, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the non-perishable stuff was that, and mm. I still have a ton of insulin coming. So." um what do you mean what are you gonna i mean because you have health insurance right right yeah so i'm not i'm not keeping any of it for myself there's like well there's some there's a couple of things that i'm like paying cash for Mm -hmm. that i'm gonna kind of hold on to and this i got there was this and, uh, I I could nerd out about diabetes stuff, but there's one kind of device that's like fifty bucks that I really wanted, but also like really didn't want to spend fifty bucks on.
2: Cut to you call me next week and you're like, "I buy, it, I don't like it, I send it to you." I'm like what?
1: <laughs> no, it was <laughs> it was in this um supplies that I got, so I don't mm-hmm. have to buy one. There was a brand new one, so mm-hmm. um that's cool. Um, now here's the question: so that- Are there non? I see you going on about this on?
2: Uh, your private conversations on social media. And uh-huh. but are there nonprofits where like you could donate your excess insulin or diabetes products and then they distribute it to people
1: who need them? Kind of. So there's like ugh, it's tricky because you you're liable if somebody's injecting bad drugs into themselves, uh, you know? Mm-hmm. And so not there's not a lot of good support for that. There is one organization called Insulin for no uh, um, why am I blanking right now? Uh, there is one organization that I could hook anyone up with if they want to sub- donate directly to a, a nonprofit and get a tax write off. Mm-hmm. That takes uh, insulin, and then they re- uh, respond to natural disasters. Oh. So they're like on the ground right after like, like a hurricane hit, then like make sure people who rely on insulin have insulin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they'll take stuff. They'll even take expired stuff, I believe. Oh, really? And kind of yeah, they'll figure out if they can use it or not. Mm-hmm. Um
2: Would you it, because you know like you know when medicine expires? I don't know how many people know this or not, but it doesn't mean that the drug is automatically bad. It just right. means that's the the half life of that drug. And so after that date around then is when it starts to slowly decrease in its potency.
1: Same with insulin, yeah. Okay.
2: So like if if something's expired, like a by a few days you'll still use it.
1: Yeah, usually. But it's just so tricky to like it's not a precise science to uh, test your blood sugar because that's inaccurate. Your meter's yeah. inaccurate. And then dosing insulin, that's inaccurate. Oh. Your absorption rate, that's inaccurate. My oh. stress levels can make my absorption change. That's inaccurate. And mm-hmm. then so to add on to it, inaccurate insulin. Mm-hmm. You know, I I wouldn't want to do it, but I would if if, have to. Yeah, if it was yeah. that or death, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I would make my choice. Uh, um, so that's one update. What was the oh so? Um, you may remember uh, a story I told about getting mugged. Does that mm-hmm. ring a bell? Yeah. <laughs> so I was mugged. Uh, they took my bag, and when they took my bag, it's like taking me a while to kind of realize, like, oh shit, that was in my bag. Yeah. Uh so uh I had a checked out library book oh, that from the San Francisco Public Library. Mm-hmm. Uh I checked it out a couple of days before. I hadn't even started reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the thing, Joey. It was a book that uh and I've been doing this a lot. I'll like hear a story on NPR or whatever mm-hmm. about uh a new book or you know, mm-hmm. some topic, and I'll mm-hmm. just go to the public library's website and I'm treating it almost like Amazon. I find yeah. a book. I put it on hold and then they just pull it from the shelf and put it on the hold shelf. So then I just go pick it up yeah. uh, on my lunch break. Uh-huh. Super convenient, really good. So this book that I checked out, I don't even remember the title and I kind of, I'm not even clear what it was about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hadn't even started reading it, but I remember it was like something, it was related to some article I, um, or some story I heard on NPR. So, it was in my bag. Got stolen. I am a rule follower. I have rarely even turned a book in late mm-hmm. to the library. Yeah. So I went into the library, talked to the information desk. And I'm like, "Look, I got mugged. I don't know. What do I do? They had a book. They took a book. I, what? What's next?
2: I, I uh, well, wait before you pause. I have a hope of where the story is going, but I'll let you
1: finish. It's not going where you're guessing. I'm certain of it. <laughs> um you should write it on a paper and then you can hold it up to your forehead like johnny carson later okay um so i go to the information desk and i'm like i've never lost a book before Mm -hmm. uh i've never even turned a book in late rarely so what do i do how do i pay for this how do i kind of clear this Mm -hmm. and she's like well did you file a police report and i'm like yes but and, and no, I said yes, and then she's like, "And you mentioned the book," and I was like, "Oh my god, maybe, but probably not. I don't yeah. know. I don't. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I feel the police report that. Like, my hands were still shaking. Yeah. So I don't remember. But then also, like, I don't think I. I'm not certain. I even remembered that the book was in the bag at that yeah. time. It took me a while to kind of get there. Anyway, yeah. I I don't know what's in my. I have a couple of book bags. I couldn't tell you what's in them. Yeah, and like you probably remember a couple of things and then maybe tomorrow you'll remember three different things you know Mm -hmm. and so i was like maybe but maybe not you know can you tell me how to proceed in both in both ways Mm -hmm. uh and she is like well let's see let me look into your account and she kind of like clicks her thing, uh, took my library card, mm-hmm. and she was like, um, it says here that you have zero books checked out. This is exactly where I thought I was going. Yes, go on. You're a liar. No, I swear to God. Go ahead. And so I'm like, well, i certainly checked it out. And she's like, well, it doesn't, it says that you have nothing. And I'm like, okay. And like, tiptoeing backwards out of the library, like, if that's what you say... So mm-hmm. I just left, and I guess I have no books checked out. I actually feel like in a couple of weeks it's going to, like, mysteriously appear on my account yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I, I want to believe that they returned
1: your books for you. <laughs> that's that what would be believe. actually – I didn't even think of that as a oh, possibility. Oh, that's what I, was th-
2: that, that was what I was thinking, that he returned the book. Joe, No. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if the, if the muggers returned the book for you? Joe,
1: I didn't even think about that, but really? look at this. Yeah. No, it, it did not even cross my mind, but look at this. So I log into the public library's website mm-hmm. and I'm like, where? I want to see if there's like a checkout history or something. Yeah. Because I want to know about, like, I want to see that this book mm-hmm. was either checked out or I want to see my checkout history that yeah. doesn't have the book on it. So, um, it, the, San Francisco Public Library's website is an antiquated system, Mm -hmm. and there's basically like a classic catalog and then the like up-to-date library catalog, and you have to choose which side you're going to log into for different features. Mm -hmm. It's really just fucked. And I figured out how to see it, but when you go there, you basically have to turn that feature on. Okay. And once it's turned on, that's when it starts recording your checkouts. So I turned it on, you know, yesterday, but it doesn't show me any checkouts before yesterday. So I have no checkout history to kind of like even put it up against. I would love to see if it was returned and what date. I Do you think know. I should go to the, I should I I should go to the next time you go to the
2: library, ask them. I'm sure they have it in front of them. Yeah,
1: they they have to be able to see that, right?
2: Yeah, I want to believe that they returned it.
1: All right. Well, anyway, Mike, lost you know what no, you that know. That just seems, Joey. So I live in Oakland. I was robbed mm-hmm. in Oakland. Yeah. And you think they went to San Francisco to, they like basically took my commute into okay, work. Okay, wait, wait, hold on, like, hold here's on. The Quick question.
2: Is yeah. there a, a, like, is it the, a, do, do, they say, do they share the same library system, Oakland, San Francisco?
1: They don't share the same library system, no. But I can imagine that possibly a book dropped in an Oakland slot would get, brought to san francisco and vice versa don't you think somehow i would imagine yeah like they're not the systems aren't hard to kind of like and i imagine people speak to one another uh-huh. between the you know these two large mm-hmm. systems that are also close together yeah uh-huh. you you know what somebody in the chat um we don't reference the chat a lot during this but this is a theory that i think is actually pretty valid too maybe they like dumped the bag and then somebody found the book and returned it oh you, you follow like they didn't want the book so they tossed it mm-hmm. and then like a pedestrian is like a public library book i'm just gonna return this because i'm a good person
2: you know what it could be too some sort of nerdy bookworm was after you on the hold list found out who you were <laughs> and the whole time he just wanted this book he read it and is took this is like
1: back. a monk episode yeah do you ever watch monk <laughs> no i never watched but was it was monk like that well, he was like a detective, and it was always like, we can't figure out why this mugger would like repeatedly mug the same guy. Yeah. And then it's like, ah, they have the same reading schedule or something stupid oh, like that. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, if anyone writes a movie based on me getting mugged, uh, I think you should give me credit for that because I think that's a pretty solid mystery, like detective plot.
2: All right. Here we go. And- from the mountains to the sea oh. to all of california this is the catching up news report mike lawson a racist pro- promposal at an east la high school is part of a gross trend in late <sighs> april a james a garfield high school senior asked a fellow student to prom using a post- poster that read do you want to be like an n-word and hang at prom and featured a drawing of a tree with a figure hanging from it The promposal, a proposal but for prom, you get it, was filmed in a meeting room at the East L.A. school and video was subsequently posted to social media. Okay, then they talked about, this isn't the only case, by the way. Um, The offensive promposal in East L.A. is one of many to make news recently. Earlier today, Fox News reported that a student at an Ohio school referenced black people picking cotton in their promposal sign. On April 1st, a similar sign made by a student at... Issaquah High School in Washington began circulating in social media, same in Arizona and Texas. Mike Lawson, first of all, my question for you, what are your thoughts on these proposals?
1: I look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here's, here's my thought. Mm-hmm. I think they're stupid. Yeah. I think they're a waste of time and a waste of energy. Uh-huh. And that could be spent in so many better places. Uh-huh. That's my opinion. However, yeah. <laughs> I also realize that I'm an old man and they're, they're young people doing what young people do in a way that they want to do it. And whatever, <laughs> it doesn't hurt me. So do your stupid promposal. Just don't be a racist asshole when you do it and don't cause traffic, <laughs> please.
2: <laughs> I am so against these promposals. Let me tell you last year at this time, I was uh, teaching a class at uh, Paramount High School, right? Mm-hmm. One day, this girl comes in. Now they have a rule; they can't miss any classes. Mike, she's covered. She's like in tears, like just like like sobbing uncontrollably. coming right before the class time. She goes, "Mister, I can't come to class today. Something really bad happened." And then just like ran away. And I was like, oh, my goodness, right? I was like, okay, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you go. go I I, literally thought a family member died, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to the kids, and, I, and they're like, where's um, whatever her name I don't know what her name is. And I go, oh, I think something happened to her. She seemed really upset today. And they're like, oh, no. uh, <clears throat> that I'll tell you the genesis of this in a second. Uh, She didn't get the Her boyfriend or the guy she like didn't give her the Promposal and so she was
1: really Upset right and I was but like, like well, Go ahead is this is the story She's upset because she didn't get Proposed or he asked someone else or something Or it's no. just he asked in a normal way
2: I don't I never got to it I, I never Got <laughs> to it she showed up to the next class fine but then It started there was a there was something going okay There was an there was a big Promposal that triggered all this shit Right which I found out about that was basically one guy had all his friends form like um <clears throat> is it called like a gauntlet or something? Yeah. With roses and covered the floor, this is at the school in rose petals and the girls the girl walked through the gauntlet and he was at the end like on one knee to ask her to prom. Okay? Ugh, Ugh disgusting, right? So then I'm like, "Ugh, right." Because this and I think Uh, someone I know who works at the school tipped me off that that particular proposal may have been why that other girl was pissed, you know, crying. And then I had two girls in uh, the class, right? And I can't remember how I found out about this, right? I can't remember how I found out about this. Uh, Oh, I know what I never. They never told me anything. They were in class. Then this Armando calls me, Right. We've had very few like all-out fights, like all, all you know, all drag-out fight kind of thing, right? He calls me, and he goes, "Hey, listen, uh, uh, this these two girls—they're not going to be at class on Wednesday." And I go, "Why? What? Why are you calling me? And why are you telling me this?" And he goes, "Uh, yeah, yeah, they're going to help me with my proposal to Carla." And I told them that I they told and they told me that they couldn't miss class. And I said, "Oh, I'll take care of it." And I go, "No, they have to be there. If they're not there, they're gonna get kicked out of the class." He got so angry because he wanted them to go to Disneyland and help. Uh-huh. He was gonna take the girlfriend to Disneyland to the promposal at Disneyland. He was so mad at me for I fuck that shit. Fuck promposals affecting the SAT class and ACT class so that they could help do this thing. And, and it all started because this stupid fucking guy did the gauntlet with the rose petals. And now Armando had to top him, you know, and do it at Disneyland. And then this other girl's crying because she didn't get that promposal.
1: Ugh. Yeah. I I don't like it. I don't like anything about it. But I also don't care enough to, like, tell a kid to stop doing it. You know? Do it. Just do it. Look, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. why.
2: It's just... I don't know. Alright, what do you got going on? Oh, the racist oh, part. I, uh, what, what? I'll just say my usual thing when these things happen. I know kids don't have that part of the brain. I don't know if it's the hypothalamus or whatever. I I don't know things, right? Yeah. And that doesn't... Consequences don't actually develop until 25 years old or so, around there, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Took me to like 35, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I got it yet at all. But the point is... Why, after everything you see online, how is it that you still think posting this shit on social media? first of all, you shouldn't do it, but then yeah. you do this, and you're like, "I'm gonna put this on Instagram."
1: This nothing, nothing ever bad
2: has ever happened from social media. Uh, Thank you. Go ahead.
1: Well, have you seen the one where the the uh, the dudes driving and? Or maybe she's driving and he set up signs and the signs, it's not apparent from the signs as they're progressing that it's from him yeah. to her. Mm-hmm. And she starts being really critical of promposals. <laughs> yeah, I think I've seen this one, yeah. yeah. How stupid it is. Yeah. And then uh, she starts to slowly realize in an excruciating slowly p- slow pace that it's actually from him to her. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Joey, hey, for the past five weeks, someone's been shooting and injuring cats in an Oakland neighborhood with a pellet gun, officials say. One cat was even euthanized because of the extent of its injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I have, I'm very conflicted about this. Okay. <laughs> and I'll start with this. Yeah. I will know, I don't, I'm not going to hurt animals. Sure. I just also don't like cats. And I don't think like a pellet gun is the way to do it, but you do kind of have to like be a dick to them. Like, there's a cat in our backyard, and mm-hmm. if he see, like, if I walk into the backyard, he runs because he, I don't want him near he's me. Smart. I'm allergic to him. Oh, yeah. And so I do. I don't bark exactly, but I make noise and I make sure he knows I don't like him around me. Mm-hmm. And then now we have a relationship where he doesn't come around me. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I get, I understand where this guy doing this probably is coming from, but I think he's taking it out uh, incorrectly. That's all I wanted to say. What do you think? You know, here's the thing. I would
2: never have a pet. It has nothing to do with that I hate animals or anything like that. It's just that I like to be able to go places whenever I want to. I don't want to worry about them. Yeah. I started an herb garden. (laughs) Oh, my God. My herb garden is so elaborate now, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's already too much response. I mean, I'm doing very, very well, but the thought of even having a living, because a plant can go of, you know, especially the plants, the herb, herbs are very hardy, right? you know? So if I go away for the weekend, they're going to be fine.
1: Amen. Yeah, I get yeah. that.
2: Yeah. Um, but animals, it's just, the responsibility just
1: bugs me. I could. I could it, would be, it would be too stressful, right? Here's the thing, though, like, you could talk me into it. And I could do it for a month, but mm-hmm. then I don't want to do it for a month. Yeah, and they, that, live, they live for like twenty years. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know, like yeah, this
2: yeah. this Lori Roggenkamp, camp friend. Here's a good example. This Lori Rogan camp is deathly allergic to cats, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's actually starting to affect her relationship because her girlfriend has a cat. She, you know, they've been dating oh, yeah. for a year, but she's had the cat for like three years or something. You know, and they can't move in together, and they both are in a situation where they want to move in together, and. It's like the girlfriend is in this weird Sophie's choice of what is she, you know, about the cat or Lori, you know? Yeah. And, and, and then, it, because it's not even like, oh, well, the cat will live another two years. No, the cat's going to be alive for another like 15 years. Yeah. You know? And so, um, but on that said, I do, I do, there's nothing I love more than watching cat and puppy videos. Yeah. They make me so happy. Sweet Michael, all, Sweet Michael has two dogs and a cat mm-hmm. and he constantly sends me like videos of the cats and dogs playing with each other and nothing makes me happy. I love watching videos of them. Like an uncle. I like being a pet uncle, you know, where like, Oh, thanks for the video. And then I just
1: go home. I like them too. I, so I'm really allergic to cats and I'm even, so with Lori's situation, I've even, and people have like laughed at this before, but I don't think it's funny. This is serious. Mm-hmm. I have, like knock on on a second date with someone because I learn on the first that they have a cat. Yeah, and I mean, if, if the first date was like absolutely perfect, that wouldn't be the case, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're not perfect and you have a cat, why? <laughs> so what would you would you fire a potato gun at the cats? No, 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 no! I serial animal abuse is like a, a sign of like a psychopath, which I'm not. I swear I'm not. Despite any theme song you've heard, I <laughs> and so I I'm all I was saying was like I understand if like the cats are in your space or something you're doing that, but if you're like in your neighborhood hunting cats, mm-hmm. then you're you're a creep, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, hmm. I agree um, because,
2: but I don't know. I'm just, I'm just worried about you and the and the Mike. Remember when you insulted
1: birds? Oh my god! Yeah, hate mail. We lost people who no longer listen to us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I and and, you know what? You just saying that could ignite the flames of this. This is a very there are still kind of like smoldering flame um, embers under this like pile of ashes. So be careful, please. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Joey, I also want to tell you, I tore my apartment up or my bedroom, looking for, I have two protein uh, shakers, right? Mm-hmm, sure. I Your left drove, hand and your right hand. So I drew, <laughs> tore this place up looking for my second one because it didn't make sense that I would be missing one. I don't kick them under the bed. I don't, uh-huh. I'm not a dirty person, right? Uh-huh. Um, and then I remembered that it was in the bag that they stole. <laughs> oh. So that happened too um it's i'm slowly they also there was a pair of eyeglasses in there that i didn't realize right away what the
2: fuck are you are you carrying like what is it in your book but gosh i i wish they wouldn't have mugged it. i would kill now to see what there's a there's a lot if i they must have gone through this book bag and been like this is the saddest person ever no wonder they return the library book they're like he has two protein shakers eyeglasses brand they new tennis one, shoes
1: but- huh they only got one of the protein oh, okay. shakers, yeah.
2: And then they're like eyeglass. It, it's like they're like, who the fuck is this person? <laughs> this weird pellet gun, <laughs> yeah, a, a weird pellet gun. It says, no, no, "I no. hate." And it has a picture of Elf on it.
1: <laughs> didn't Elf hate cats? He ate them. He oh. didn't hate them. Oh, he actually loved them oh, okay. in his belly. Um, that's so funny. I um. I mean, I have a large – it's a large gym bag, so, like, there is – there's a lot of room in there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway, what's going on next week? No, I have, I have another Are story. Oh, my God. What's going on last week? <laughs> <laughs> Good point, yeah. It was my grandma's 90th
2: birthday party yesterday. My grandma turned 90. Wow. Yeah, Okay. Yeah, yeah. Insane. When we started the show, she was only, like, 85. Weird, uh, right? Yeah, I know. Time flies. And, uh, you know, so there was this big, I'll be honest with you, I'm exhausted today, but I'm not exhausted about, you know, I didn't go crazy at this party or anything like that. It's just, I feel like I was very tense about this party because my parents were so tense about the party. Like, you know, so my grandma made when she was in her more productive younger days, these cookies called biscottos, Right. Mm-hmm. and for some reason i'm the only person left who knows how to make these cookies right so in getting ready for the party my cousin roxanne she my, my cousin roxanne organized she was the big organizer of the party and by the way everyone out there she deserves big props for a very nice party that she threw yesterday right great but she asked me like a month ago maybe over a month ago to make these bizcochos right which is not terribly difficult to do it's all i had to do and I had that was like the the that's the thing they want because that's what my grandma used to make. That's what she used to make was these bescuitos. Okay. And so I wasn't that stressed, but my mom was so stressed about. So my this is very Betty Batance. What can I do to help? What can I do to help? Roxanne was constantly like, There's, you know, honestly, we don't really need that much. But 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 she was like, what can I do to help? What can I do to help? I want to help. Let me help. Let me help. So Roxanne's like well you know you can make these flowers and you know lemon bars and you know my mom's like okay and then now the week before the party oh my god i have to make these flowers i'm so stressed and i have to make these lemon bars and then i go because the biscochos don't require um that much work i was like i can make the lemon bars i make pretty mean lemon bar and she goes no they specifically asked me to make the lemon bars because they want my lemon bars. You know, you know, this is my mom kept fucking bugging. She, she thinks she's famous for her lemon bars. I was just like, okay, whatever. Right. Because you know what? Celosatina, Betty Batanz, jealous. She decided that, you know, I'm making the bizcochos. She knew because here's the deal with the bizcochos, Mike.
1: Because, I'm Googling
2: this, by the way. I don't know what a bizcocho is. Okay. Because let me tell you this, it has four ingredients, right? Flour, salt, sugar, lard. Okay, that's all it is. But they're like okay. strangely addictive and and delicious because your body craves all those things: fat, sugar, salt, yeast. You know, there's no yeast yeah, in it. Totally. But, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so my um, but 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 because my grandma made these for every large event and can't make them anymore. Everybody there, like they, they're not just eating food; they're eating their memories. They're eating their childhood. Yeah. Does that make sense? So people will—I mean, it happened yesterday. I knew it was going to happen. It happens every time I make them. They come up to me with like tears in their eyes, like because it—it's not the because I my my food is so good. They're crying. It's bringing back something from their childhood, sure. you know. And it's 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 something that they don't get to have that much anymore because their grandma can't make them anymore. Because mm-hmm. they were omnipresent, they would be at every event, and now they just don't are they're not there anymore. So I knew my mom knew that she's seen this happen before, so she had to make something. She wanted everyone, I think she wanted everyone to cry over her lemon bars. <laughs> What's funny is my mom could have totally gotten the attention she wanted, but I stopped it because you know Stephanie, who usually is in the chat room, but I don't see her right now because she's probably resting from this party, but a big listener. Like she tells the first thing she tells me yesterday, I, I said something smartassy to her, and she goes, Hey, don't talk to a Patreon supporter like that. <laughs> so she supports me. So, so Stephanie, Roxanne, they're big fans of catching up. Okay. Okay. And um so Stephanie, you know, huge fan, has gotten her girlfriend now turned on to catching up. Oh, hi, girlfriend. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Marla, Hey her? there. Yeah. So I'm talking to Stephanie Marlon and Marlon goes, Oh my God. Oh my God. Betty is here in the building. <laughs> and I was like, Uh-huh. And I wasn't catching I wasn't catching on to what she was saying at first. I didn't think that over the sea there, yeah. Yeah. And she goes, I am such a big Betty fan. I can't believe I'm like in the same <laughs> building as her. And she goes, I wanna like, kinda go up to her and say, Oh, because they loved I, I know I did this on a store, I did this on our like maybe a Two or three months ago, I told the story and catching up. Remember when um, I couldn't find, like, a body pillow or something in my room? And my mom messed my bed up because yeah. she was fr- so upset. And then she goes, what are you going to do? Hit me? <laughs> right? I told that story <laughs> recently on RuPaul's Drag Race Recap or some other – no, the T or something like that. Some, one of the million shows that I have, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so they just heard that and they were like, I love that quote. I love that. She said, what are you going to do? Hit me? She goes, I kind of want to go up to her and say, what are you going to do? Hit me? I go – and I said there, I go, Marla, I know you want to do this. She, one, she won't understand what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. But two, she knows I talk about her on the podcast, but she doesn't really know to what extent. And I kind of want to keep it that way. Cause then she'll be like, she doesn't. They don't. My parents don't really understand the podcast. They don't right. understand it. They don't get it. Okay. And so I think my mom would be really weirded out by that.
1: Ignorance is bliss here.
2: Yeah. I go, I'll introduce you to her. She goes, I've met her before, but not before. But, like, I guess that she met her before she started listening to the podcast. And now, since the podcast, she's become a big Betty Batant stan. Oh, oh by the way, ugh. People would have loved this. So, my mom, again, my mom wanted to put in some kind of show, right? So, my – so, the, there was – it was a no-kids party, Okay. Except for, like, direct descendants of my grandma. So, my nieces were there. But there aren't really any other kids my nieces age there, you know? Yeah. Uh, And, by the way, Roxanne and Stephanie, because Lamont Cranston mentioned the fancy sizzler, they live by the fancy sizzler, and they were confirming everyone that it's a fancy sizzler. Anyway, so, um, there were nobody, so they, they were bored, Right. And so there was a DJ, but no one was dancing, okay? And then, like, the DJ played something from, do you you remember, you may be, because I was young, I must have been, like, 11, so you would have been, like, five or six or, you know, whatever. uh, There was this weird hit in, like, the late 80s um, with this horrible British DJs called Jive Bunny and the Master Mixers, right? No, no, no. And I have it right here. They took songs, right, like famous songs, and they, they're now at every wedding. And oh, yes. A,
1: I do remember this. Yes, yes.
2: And it was like the biggest hit. Yeah.
1: This was the, this was the uh, Baby Shark. the that single. Yes. I yes, know this song. Me too, yeah. yes. This, this was the
2: Baby Shark of our generation, you know? Uh-huh. So the DJ put this on, right? And I'm just like, whatever. Jive Buddy the Master. Why am I? <laughs> this is horrible, right? Uh-huh. And then I, you like you start I, with tapping there well, and your well foot. no no I'm facing the back of the auditorium right uh huh but everybody like I'm talking to people at the table but I I feel the energy I uh-huh. feel the energy looking the other way and I even see my brother too and I go what are you guys all looking at he goes are you not looking at this and I turn around and my mom. Yes. By, the, the dance floor is clear there's nobody there it's my mom yes. and my two nieces
1: yes dancing to this I love it God bless Betty Batans. <laughs>
2: I go oh my god what is going on it is the craziest thing I've ever seen they're like like but like a cho- like a choreographed dance like they were in step and my nieces were just like I, I'm trying to do like an impression right now and I was like what am I looking at as if like it was a choreographed dance to this yeah and everybody was just staring at it and then the guy and and nothing
1: wrong with this joe oh i was so embarrassed no the here's what it is uh, you and i are kind of in the, the middle of our lives mm-hmm. but when you're at the either end of it you don't give a fuck And so your mom knew those kids wanted to dance, and so she's kind of helping them stay, you know, in their silliness. And your mom doesn't care. Oh,
2: I, you're giving my mom too much credit. I think she wanted to be like the everyone to go like, oh, what a rad grandma she is.
1: She's so young and nimble and spry. Well, I, I agree with you with the up to the rad grandma the part, right? Like, I think it is rad of her. Thank you, Betty, for continuing to be Betty. (laughs) <laughs> I okay. like it. It was
2: crazy. I don't know.
1: Anyway, what's going on with you? Oh, you're done, right? What do you got going I'm on done. next week? I, that's my life. I have a few, like, creative projects on the works. This Oh, this weekend. So after we uh, close up here, I'm going to – I'll post the show, and then I'm turning all my shit off until um, Tuesday. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, I'm just not doing any social media stuff. I just have to, like, get some stuff done. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's kind of my... Oh, Dub.
2: I was having coffee with this John
1: Arts, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. who, by the way, sent me a Rogers and Hammerstein box set. Oh, we talked about uh, that. Yeah. So maybe that's something I'll do. I have Carousel, King and I, Oklahoma, Sound of Music, South Pacific, and State Fair, I think? To listen to, or to watch. I don't know. Anyway,
2: he goes, Oh, I got my latest issue of Mike Lawson's... Uh, thing and I, oh uh, yeah
1: which I is go. going super well i'm super i'm like i didn't get one a lot you didn't you're not a patreon supporter i
2: got the first one
1: because you i gave you the first one for free with a letter that said like hey here's the first one if you want to sign up here's the url <laughs> all right. you thought you just get them all for yeah, free yeah
2: i figured like i just know you
1: mm, you're wrong <laughs> 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 patreon.com slash mr mike Glosson, joe yeah. Well. Oh, wait. Let me say that clearer. Patreon.com slash Mr. Mike Lawson. Dot, dot, dot. Joe, you could
2: go there. I will. I almost supported you on Patreon because of this. And then I was like, wait a minute. He doesn't support me on Patreon. I'm not going to support him on Patreon.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, if you had something that I wanted. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not a drag race person right now. I, oh. And anybody
2: just... knows who listens, this T, this show, the T, big hit. Yeah. Big hit. Uh, it's not all drag race. In fact, I haven't talked about it. Well, we'll talk about this on the after show. We'll talk about the after show.
1: Okay. Um. What else? Anything else? What are you doing? Oh, yeah. Next week.
2: Um, oh, next Friday. I'm doing something. Why don't I have it on my schedule? Uh, I'm doing something next Friday. I'm doing something. Um, During the week, I'm just podcasting, 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 podcasting. Uh, then, uh, on, um, well, that'll happen after we record our next episode, so I'll just wait till then.
1: Well, Mike. Okay. <laughs> nice catching up with you. Go how Mike.